This is the CSIS Global Health Interview Series at www.smartglobalhealth.org. We are here today with Ambassador Milan Verveer, the United States Ambassador at Large for Global Women's Issues. In this role, Ambassador Verveer coordinates foreign policy issues and activities relating to the political, economic, and social advancement of women around the world. This includes mobilizing concrete support for women's rights and political and economic empowerment through initiatives designed to increase women and girls' access to education and health care, to combat violence against women and girls, and to ensure that women's rights are fully integrated with human rights in the development of U.S. foreign policy. Ambassador Vivier, thanks so much for taking the time to join us. It's my pleasure. Thank you. So let's begin by discussing the Millennium Development Goal Summit that will take place in New York in about two weeks from now. What are your goals for the MDG Summit? And in this period of global austerity and continuing budget cuts, how can the U.S. use the summit to push ahead on women's and girls' health? Well, this uh, summit comes at an important juncture uh, with 10 years uh, since the Millennium Uh, development goals uh, have been embarked on. Uh, We have made some progress, but obviously there's a great deal that still needs to be made in a a range of areas that have such impact on poverty alleviation, access to health, education, uh, and dealing with environmental uh, conditions and so on. Uh, The summit will bring together leaders from all over the world Uh, and ensure that uh, we can up the ante, so to speak, uh, really uh, underscore the importance of our uh, commitments that we have made and continue to make, and to really uh, create the kind of energy uh, to go into perhaps the home stretch in in some ways of uh, the the five years that uh, are running on the timetable that was established. Uh, For the United States, it's a particularly important opportunity. Uh, We have been committed uh, to the MDGs, as President Obama has said. The Millennium Development Goals are America's goals. Uh, We have been focused on uh, making our contribution to these goals in a number of ways. We have several very significant new initiatives having to do with uh, global health, uh, having to do with uh, agriculture productivity and uh, addressing the hunger problem, uh, having to do with climate change, uh, and so on. We will be putting a a real spotlight on those programs. We will be announcing our strategy as we go forward with a lot of focus on innovation and sustainability and all of the uh, the, the key factors that are involved in those uh, overriding uh, categories, uh, and putting a real spotlight on women and girls, because uh, MDG3 is all about uh, women's equality, and it is the linchpin uh, for the achievement of all of the other goals, uh, redressing uh, the inequality of women and girls, redressing gender equality continues to be an enormous challenge. And if we don't succeed at that, we will not succeed at achieving uh, the goals that uh, have been established in the MDG uh, declaration. 
Uh, and so uh, that is a, a, a part of uh, our significant agenda uh, will be from the President, the Secretary of State, all of us who are uh, at the United Nations during that very busy uh, period uh, to ensure uh, a, a strong voice on the part of the United States uh, for the MDGs, for our strategy, uh, for the initiatives that are part of our commitment, uh, as well as an extraordinary strong focus and spotlight on the importance of investing uh, in gender equality. The UN is launching several new initiatives focusing on women and girls. There's the new UN Agency for Women and a new Maternal Child Health Initiative. How will the U.S. support each of these, and do we really think uh, they'll make a difference? We are, are really hopeful that they will make a difference, and we are strongly supportive. The uh, initiative that the Secretary General is bringing on uh, uh, maternal and child health is one that is very consistent with what we are doing in our Global Health Initiative, which is a, a uh, $60-plus billion commitment over five years uh, to really focus on improving uh, existing health programs and strengthening uh, greater integration uh, to ensure better outcomes. It is focused significantly on uh, women and girls because of the great needs, but also because how they are impacted has a great deal to say about the health of families and communities more broadly. Uh, it has a very strong focus to that end on maternal and child health, on family planning, and on nutrition. And the Secretary General's uh, initiative uh, is one that furthers uh, the goals that we've established in many ways in the Global Health Initiative and uh, mirrors a lot of uh, our own efforts and is also uh, one that brings to the table uh, many countries, uh, including the United States, including uh, the UK, Norway, Canada's played a strong role in the G8, uh, many of the NGOs have been coalescing uh, around this basket of issues, uh, as have significant uh, uh, private sector players and foundations like the Gates Foundation. This is a moment uh, when we, once and for all, can really make a difference on MDGs 4 and 5, dealing with uh, child and maternal uh, mortality, with really driving uh, those down uh, with really making progress where for too long we've been off track. And I think all of these forces coming together, the opportunity that the summit affords, uh, the leadership that the United Nations has played, uh, and that so many of us are making our own contributions on, uh, hopefully will bring us the kind of outcomes that uh, for so long have now been um, seen as needing to be achieved and needing to be addressed and yet have been elusive. Uh, with respect to the new agency, UN Women, which consolidates the existing arrangements that uh, have been in place among smaller agencies, including uh, UNIFEM and, and three others, as well as uh, helping us to uh, create the kind of uh, integration of funds uh, but most importantly, to really put a focus on these issues in a very serious way with a very powerful, hopefully 
powerful new UN women agency uh, with a competent, talented, experienced, focused uh, leader at the helm, and uh, whoever that will be, uh, we hope that those qualifications will indeed be apparent. Uh, the Secretary General will be making this announcement uh, during uh, the uh, opening of the United Nations General Assembly, and it will ensure that there is a very strong voice uh, for these issues at the right hand of the Secretary General, and it will ensure that these issues, issues relating to women and girls, which are so cross-cutting across all of the issues, whether it's conflict prevention uh, or the promotion of health, that the United Nations deal with, and so many more, uh, will truly be in a much better and stronger position uh, so that the outcomes on these issues uh, will truly be more Im impactful than they have been uh, heretofore. You mentioned the role of women and girls in the two United States efforts, the Global Health Initiative and the Feed the Future Initiative. I'm hoping you can elaborate some on the role of your office in these initiatives as they've both ramped up in the, the recent months, and also how the focus on women and girls is going to lead to the success of these initiatives. Well, we have been very engaged in the uh, development of both of the initiatives. Uh, Feed the Future is about uh, working to enhance agricultural productivity uh, to ensure greater outcomes uh, in terms of not just families having the food they need on the table uh, with the nutri nutrients that they need uh, to have uh, good health and successful lives, but also to grow the, the farming capabilities um, of those engaged to secure food for the world. Uh, it is a very tall, ambitious ambition that comes at a time in which Hunger has uh, been uh, in the news uh, as something that really cries out for greater efforts. Uh, the United States commitment uh, is a significant one, and the role that we have played is in ensuring that the gender lens is applied to this new initiative. You know, the great majority of smallhold farmers around the world are women. Uh, they do the harvesting, the cultivating, the preparing of the food, the storing of the food. They are the major players in many, many ways in the day-to-day -day lives of much of the world. Uh, and yet they do so uh, to great disadvantage so much of the time. There are huge barriers that stand in the way of their being much more productive in the agricultural sector. Those barriers have to do with the kind of training they, uh, they need, access to credit, uh, the ability to uh, have markets for their products and to uh, enjoy the kinds of uh, needs uh, being met uh, that they have. And one of the most significant areas is in land tenure rights. Uh, women produce so much of the food uh, of the world and yet have 1% of the right uh, to, uh, to the land on which they do the, do the production. So these areas are areas in which 
uh, we look forward in the targeted countries of ensuring that there will be a focus, a gender focus. That means that uh, women as farmers uh, and their needs won't be the way all farmers' needs will be addressed, men and women, or women, uh, men's needs being addressed uh, to the exclusion of the specific needs of women. We need to look at this area with a gender focus that brings the right kinds of tools to ensuring that men and women farmers uh, can be that much more productive uh, in agricultural output than they are today. Uh, so that is something in which uh, we have put our focus as we have uh, very strongly and significantly on the Global Health Initiative. Uh, which in many ways at its core uh, are women and girls and their health needs, uh, and focusing, as I mentioned earlier, uh, particularly on really addressing uh, in ways that we have not heretofore the ter terrible, terrible statistics associated with maternal mortality in so many parts of the world, uh, in really focusing on food and on family planning, uh, which can have such a major uh, public health consequence uh, for women in enabling them to uh, space their children and to have their babies when they are at their healthiest. Uh, so there is so much that needs to be done, but in having this kind of focus, uh, in creating uh, stronger existing systems and creating uh, better integration among what exists and what needs to be built on, uh, we think we can make much more progress, particularly on MDGs uh, 4 and 5, and also uh, 6 with respect to HIV, AIDS, uh, and all of uh, the work that needs to be done in furthering uh, good care and treatment and prevention. Uh, while so many, and hopefully more, will be able to have access to the antiretroviral drug, it is also critically important that we put a big focus on prevention so we don't have the kind of continuing large numbers of infections that uh, are making it so difficult to really uh, address this very serious health need around the world. Ambassador, thank you for sitting down with us. Interested listeners can view a recording of Ambassador Revere's September 7th speech at CSIS, Making the Most of the MDG Summit, Advancing Progress Through Empowerment of Women and Girls, at www.csis.org slash globalhealth.